Welcome to the Words That Minister Grace podcast. In this podcast, we read excerpts from books that the host finds edifying. Expect to hear from authors such as Matthew Henry, John Calvin, and J.C. Ryle. We take our name from Ephesians 4.29, where Paul exhorts us that our speech should build up each other, or as the King James says, minister grace. I am your host, the fake King Hesse. In this episode, we read from John Calvin's Institutes, Book 1, Chapter 17, Section 8, where Calvin discusses how providence is helpful in adversity. If anything adverse befalls him, he will forthwith raise his mind to God, whose hand is most effectual in impressing us with patience and placid moderation of mind. Had Joseph kept his thoughts fixed on the treachery of his brethren, he never could have resumed fraternal affection for them. But turning towards the Lord, he forgot the injury, and was so inclined to mildness and mercy, that he even voluntarily comforts his brethren, telling them, Be not grieved nor angry with yourselves that ye sold me hither, for God did send me before you to preserve life. As for you, ye thought evil against me, but God meant it for good. Genesis 45.5.50.20 Had Job turned to the Chaldeans, by whom he was plundered, he should have instantly have been fired with revenge. But recognizing the work of the Lord, he solaces himself with this most beautiful sentiment. The Lord gave, and the Lord has taken away. Blessed be the name of the Lord. Job 1.21 So when David was assailed by Shimei with stones and curses, had he immediately fixed his eyes on the man, he would have urged his people to retaliate the injury. But perceiving the acts not without an impulse from the Lord, he rather calms them. So let him curse, says he, because the Lord has said unto him, Curse David. With the same bridle he elsewhere curbs the excess of his grief. I was dumb, I opened not my mouth, because thou stiddest this. Psalm 39, 9. If there is no more effectual remedy for anger and impatience, he assuredly has not made little progress who has learned so to meditate on divine providence, as to be able to always bring his mind to this. The Lord willed it, it must therefore be born, not only because it is unlawful to strive with him, but because he wills nothing that is not just and befitting. The whole comes to this, when unjustly assailed by men, overlooking their malice, which could only aggravate our grief and wet our minds for vengeance. Let us remember to ascend to God, and learn to hold it for certain, that whatever an enemy wickedly committed against us was permitted and sent by his righteous dispensation. Paul, in order to suppress our desire to retaliate injury, wisely reminds us that we wrestle not with flesh and blood, but with our spiritual enemy the devil, that we may prepare for the contest, Ephesians 6.12. But to calm all the impulses of passion, the most useful consideration is this, that God arms the devil, as well as all the wicked, for conflict, and sits as umpire, that he may exercise our patience. But if the disasters and miseries which press us happen without the agency of men, let us call to mind the doctrine of the law, Deuteronomy 28.1, that all prosperity has its source in the blessing of God, that all adversity is his curse. And let us tremble at the dreadful denunciation, and if you will not be reformed by these things, but walk contrary unto me, then I will also walk contrary to you. Leviticus 26, 23, 24. These words condemn our torpor when, according to our carnal sense, deeming that whatever happens in any way is fortuitous, we are neither animated by the kindness of God to worship him, nor by his scourge stimulated to repentance. And it is for this reason that Jeremiah, Lamentation 3:38, and Amos, Amos 3:6, expostulate bitterly with the Jews for not believing that good as well as evil was produced by the command of God. To the same effect are the words in Isaiah, I form the light and create the darkness. I make peace and create evil. I, the Lord, do all these things. Isaiah 45, 7. Thanks for listening. In the show notes, you can find contact information and a link to the text from today. Remember to heed Paul when he says in Ephesians 4, 29 to let no corrupt communication proceed out of your mouth 
but that which is good to the use of edifying, that it may minister grace unto the hearers.